0: Greetings friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Today we're going to be resuming our study in the gospel according to Mark. We're ready for chapter six and seven today which deal with several different topics. Uh, You have the 5,000 being fed. You have the the execution of John the Baptist, you have Jesus walking on the sea, you have him healing several different people, lots of little things taking place uh, in the story for this morning. I'm going to commentate on a few things, but I obviously can't take the time to commentate on every aspect. Um, So that's what we're going to be looking at today. I also want to let you know, uh, again, the website, scriptureandprophecy.com. Uh, now that the book is finished, which you can pick up by going to scriptureandprophecy.com/faith, uh, I'm going to be able to get back to some of my normal writing, uh, blogging, uh, devotionals, stuff that goes out to email, things of that nature. And uh, so you can see that stuff by going to the website. And I've kind of changed it up and put it back into a blog format. Uh, I wrote something yesterday. It's very very short. Uh, but I think it's worth uh, you taking the time to look at it. It says a warning for the coming fall months, 2021. Uh, if you're on the email list, you already received that. Uh, if not, just go to the website, scriptureandprophecy.com, and you can look at it there. There's some things that uh, in our current climate and the way things currently are with censorship and all that that you can't even say anymore uh, on a podcast or on a YouTube channel. Uh, without getting your stuff completely banned. So that uh, information you can find um, up at the blog. And of course the book is now available where I also talk about some of these uh, topics that are uh, off limits, I guess, if you will, Uh, in the new book, Faith, Obedience, and the End of Time. So enough introduction. Let's do what we came here to do today. Uh, Let's study the Bible Mark chapter 6 and chapter 7, and I pray that it blesses you. Let's begin. Verse 1. And he went out from thence, and came into his own country, and his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things And what wisdom is this which given unto him, that even mighty works were wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph, and of Judah and of Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and amongst his own kin and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty works, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief, and he went round about the village's teaching. Now, we're going to stop there for just a second. This is something that I have definitely experienced. Now, I'm not a prophet or anything special, but what I have noticed is that There's, you know, hundreds, even thousands of people around the world who will listen to the podcast, who will read my books, who, you know, these kind of things. But amongst my own people, you know, friends, family, they have no interest in the, they have none to, very little interest in the work that I'm actually doing. It's almost like they're offended by me doing it. I'm think. I think of that story of uh, David. He's dancing in the street before the Lord, right? They're bringing in the Ark of the Covenant. We just covered that not too long ago, uh, on our on one of our podcasts. And his wife, Mikel, uh is is just offended by the fact that he's dancing around like that. Like she's completely put off. And one of, her, and then God judges her by closing her womb. And it's that concept which Jesus is talking about here. It's like the people who know you, they know your background, where you're from, or maybe what you've done in the past. Like they They're completely put off by your dedication to the Lord or your commitment to the kingdom of God. That's not always true. But it's an interesting thing that I think that if you ever get really involved in ministry or you start doing anything, you'll see... That's at least on some level, friends and family are going to be like, who is this person to do this? You know, and it says here, Jesus, it says a prophet is not without honor, except, but without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. Just an interesting truth, it's not a blanket truth, but it sure is a it sure is a large truth. Let's continue on, verse seven. And he called him to the twelve. He began to send them forth by two and two, and gave them power over unclean spirits, and commanded them that they should not take nothing for their journey, save a staff only, no script, no bread, no money in their purse. But he shod with sandals, and not put on two coats. And he said unto them, In what place soever you enter into a house, there abide till you depart that place. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear you, when you depart then, shake off the dust under your feet. For a testimony against him, verily I say unto you, It shall be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. And they went out and preached that men should repent, And he cast out many devils, and anointed with oil many that were sick, and healed them. And King Herod heard of him, for his name was spread abroad. And he said that John the Baptist was risen from the dead, and therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. Others said that it is is Elias, and others said that it is a prophet, or one of the prophets. But when Herod heard thereof, he said, It is John whom I beheaded. He is risen from the dead. For John himself had sent forth and laid hold upon John. For Herod himself had sent forth and laid hold upon John, and bound him in prison for Herodias's sake, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. For John had said unto Herod, It is not lawful for thee to have thy brother's wife. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just man, and holy, and observed him, and when he heard him, he did many things, and heard him gladly. And when a convention day was come, that Herod on his birthday made a supper to his lords, high captains, and chief estates of Galilee. And when the daughter of the said Herodias came in, and danced, and pleased Herod, and them that sat with him, the king said unto the damsel, Ask of me whatsoever thou wilt, and I will give it to thee. And she sware unto her, Whatsoever thou shalt ask of me, I will give it unto thee, unto half my kingdom. And she went forth, and she said unto her mother, What shall I ask? And she said, The head of John the Baptist. And she came in straightway with haste unto the king, and asked, saying, I will that thou wilt give me, by and by, in a charger, the head of John the Baptist. And the king was exceedingly sorry. Yet for his oath's sake and for their sakes, which sat with him, he would not reject her. And immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded his head to be brought. And he went and he beheaded him in prison and brought his head in a charger and gave it to the damsel. And the damsel gave it to her mother. And when his disciples heard of it, they came and took up his corpse and laid it in a tomb. And the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said unto them, Come ye yourselves apart into the desert place and rest for a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. And they departed into a desert place by a ship privately. And the people saw them departing, and many knew him, and ran afoot thither out of all the city, and overwent them, and came together unto him. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people, and was moved with compassion towards them, because they were as sheep not having a shepherd. He began to teach them many things. And when the day was now far spent, his disciples came unto him, and said, This is a desert place. And now the time is far past. Send them away, that they may go into the country round about, and into their villages, and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. And he answered, and he said unto them, Give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, Shall we go and buy two hundred penny worth of bread, and give them to eat? And he saith unto them, How many loaves have ye? Go and see. And when they knew, they say, Five and two fishes. And he commanded them to make all sit down by companies upon the green grass. And they sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed and break the loaves. And he gave them to his disciples to set before them. And the two fishes divided he among them all. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up the twelve baskets full of fragments and and of fishes. And they did eat the loaves were about 5,000 men. And straightway he constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go to the other side before Bethsidia while he sent away the people. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. And when even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea and he alone on the land. He saw them toiling and rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them, and about the fourth watch of the night, he cometh unto them, walking upon the sea, and would have passed by them. But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit, and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. And immediately he talked with them, and saith unto them, "Be of good cheer, it is I be not afraid." he went up unto them into the ship and the wind ceased and they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered for they considered not the miracle of the loaves for their hearts were hardened now please note for a second I'm not going to get into the walking on the sea what I want to focus in on is that last little line there verse 52 which says for they considered not the miracle of the loaves for their heart was hardened Jesus just fed 5,000 people think about how many human beings that is 5,000 laying, sitting on the grass and he takes two loaves and a couple of fish and he get blesses it and 5000 people eat and they're completely feel filled completely full and they're filling up baskets full of fragments and they don't even consider the miracle like that it doesn't even cross their mind like how incredible that is because their hearts were hardened it says I wonder this is just a thought coming to my mind at the moment i wonder how many miracles are happening in our own lives and around us and we don't even take note of it like it doesn't even register in our brain how substantial it is or how amazing it is or how incredible it is I wonder if our own hearts are so hardened at times that we don't even see the great things that God is performing in our own lives and around us in the people's lives around us the disciples didn't even take inventory of this. It's amazing. It says, and they, when Jesus gets in the boat after walking on the sea, it says, and he went up unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased, and they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. So they saw this event and were like, whoa, this is, this is too hard to process. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their hearts were hardened. Interesting. Let's continue on. Verse 53. And when they had passed over, they came into the land of Gennesaret and drew to the shore. And when they were come out of the ship, straight away they knew him and ran through the whole region round about and began to carry about in beds those who were sick where they heard he was. And whithersoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch, if it were, but the border of his garment. And as many touched him were made whole. This is an amazing picture. Also, imagine the streets lined up with beds, people with ailments, sicknesses, devils in them. And they're all thinking, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, we'll be healed. And it says, all that touched him were made whole. This is an amazing picture, an amazing picture of faith on behalf of the people. Chapter 7, we got 37 more verses here. Then came together unto him the Pharisees and certain of the scribes which came from Jerusalem. And when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with the filed that is to say, with unwashing hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they wash their hands oft, eat not, holding the tradition of the elders. And when they came from the market, except they wash, they eat not, and many other things there be, which they have received to hold, as the washing of cups and pots, brace and vessels, and of tables. And the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why walk not thy disciples according to the tradition of the elders? but eat bread with unwashed hands. And he answered, and he said to them, Well hath Esaias prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honoureth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for their doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandments of God, ye hold true to the traditions of men, as the washing of pots and cups and many other such things ye do. And they said unto him, And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. For Moses saideth, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whosoever curses his father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, If a man shall say to his father or mother, It is Corban, that is to say, a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. And you suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother. Making the word of God none effect through your tradition, which you have delivered, and many such like things do ye. And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand, there is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which come out of a man, those are they that defile the man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he saith unto them, Are you also without understanding? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into a man it cannot defile him? Because it entereth in not into his heart, but into the belly, And goeth out into the drop, purging all meat. That which come out of a man, that defileth a man. For from within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these things come from within, and defile the man." And from thence he arose, and he went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon, and entered into a house. And would have no man know it, but he could not be hid. For a certain woman, whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him, and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Cyernician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread, and to cast it unto the dogs. And she answered, and she said unto him, Yes, Lord, yet the dogs into the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she was come to her house, she found the devil gone out, and her daughter laid upon the bed. And again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came into the Sea of Galilee through the mist of the coast of Decapolis. And they bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they beseeched him to put his hand on him. He took him aside from the multitude, and he put his fingers into his, eye, into his ears, and he spit and touched his tongue. And he looked up to heaven, and he sighed, and he said unto him, ifah hatha, is, be opened. And straightway his ears were opened, and the string of his tongue was loosened, and he spake plain. And he charged them that should tell no man. But the more he charged them, so much the more a great deal they published it. And were beyond measure astonished, saying, He hath done all things well. He maketh both the deaf to hear, and the dumb to speak And that, my friends is the end of chapter 6 in chapter 7 that is the end of our study for this morning in the gospel according to mark I pray in the powerful name of Jesus that it's been a blessing to you that it's went out and pierced hearts and is causing people to draw closer to him closer to God closer to his son I hope that you're being blessed by this work thank you for your support thank you for your prayers. It's much needed and much appreciated. That's all I have for you this morning. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again on Friday for our continuation of our study in the ancient book of Jasher. Uh, So that is the plan for Friday. Lord willing, peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.